So we're now going to consider the cardiovascular system. And as with the respiratory system, you're going to get your consent, you're going to clean your hands, you're going to take a focused history. And the things you want to be focusing on in your history are things like chest pain, breathlessness, edema, syncope, fatigue or palpitations, as well as all the other things like familial history, social history and lifestyle. Then you're going to move into the general assessment, again using the same systematic approach. You're going to be looking at hands, nails, eyes and mouth. Obviously, when you look at hands, because we are dealing with the cardiovascular system, you want to take a nice early um, bilateral radial pulse. Okay, you want to take it for at least a minute, ideally 30 seconds if you haven't got that much time. You're looking at rate, rhythm and volume. Okay, so once you've completed your general assessment, you're then going to take some more pulses and that is your brachial pulses. Again, bilaterally, everything has to be done bilaterally. You're not going to take these for over a minute. You're just going to make sure that the brachial pulses exist and are there. You also may well consider a blood pressure at this point, but we wouldn't necessarily expect you to undertake it for your OSCE. So moving on, we're going to move up to the head, neck area, and we're going to take carotid pulses bilaterally. Again, don't need to do it for a minute, just make sure they're there. And then we're going to listen to the vasculature in the neck, the carotid arteries for brewery, the turbulent blood flow. And we're going to be using the bell of our stethoscope. Ideally, you'll ask the patient to hold their breath. That will remove the breath sounds and it'll give you a better idea if there are any adventitious brewery sounds. You probably likely just hear the pulsations of the carotid arteries. Okay, remaining at the neck, you're going to look for increased jugular venous pressure. We talked about the technique during the lecture. They're going to look over their left shoulder. You're going to inspect the right supraclavicular fossa. And if you believe there is engorgement, you may well wish to measure it, remembering that anything over four centimeters is considered clinically significant. Now we're moving to the inspection phase. So top off, if you haven't done so already, expose the top, have a good look at the anterior chest, have a sort of a look round generally at the back and sides as well, but you're particularly focusing on the anterior chest. You're, you may see the apical pulse if they're particularly slender, so think about where that's going to be, mid-clavicular line, fifth intercostal space, left side of chest. Uh, we also may be looking out for heaves, these are strong pulsations. Um, some people call them heaves, some people call them lifts, um, but these are large hearts, large bounding pulsations, which may be visible to the naked eye. Okay, so we've had a look. Now we're going to look, consider palpation. So some general, fairly vigorous, firm palpation, particularly to the anterior chest, trying to rule out conditions like costochondritis. Uh, we're also going to feel for the apical pulse. We've already had a look for it. Probably won't be visible on most people, and we're going to feel for it. Uh, again, don't be worried if you can't feel for it, but if you can, it's going to be in that normal anatomical region 
midclavicular line, fifth intercostal space, left side of chest. Bearing in mind the gender of your patient, um, if you are dealing with a lady, you're not going to be palpating over breast tissue and you might need to ask them to lift their left breast out of the way to allow you to feel for the apical pulse. You don't lift it, they lift it. Okay, you've had a look, you've had a feel. Um, we're going to stick on palpation and we're going to consider thrills. So these are hide grade murmurs, which, are, which you can palpate. Uh, we're going to palpate across the areas where the, where the um, heart valves are. So uh, we're going to be going horizontally at second intercostal space. We're going to be going vertically down the left sternal border. And we're going horizontally in the fifth intercostal space. On the edge of hand again, like we did with tactile fremitus. And we're feeling for any vibration. Okay, so we've had a feel for thrills. Now we're going to get our stethoscope out. Um, there's no percussion in this particular system, so we move on to auscultation. So again, not over breast tissue, um, but obviously uh, where they are, you're going to have to sort of navigate your, your way around by asking your patient to move their anatomy out of the way. Um, but ideally, don't try to listen over dense breast tissue because you won't be able to hear much. You might need to adjust your technique slightly just to make sure you can get your stethoscope in the right areas. So we're going to listen over the aortic, the pulmonary, um, the tricuspid and the mitral valve, remembering of course herbs point. There's five different places we're going to listen. We're going to listen with the bell and the, step, um, and the diaphragm of our stethoscope and we're listening for any adventitious sounds which could be heart murmurs, could be valve problems. So first of all, aorta, right side of sternum, second intercostal space. Moving to pulmonary, left side of sternum, second intercostal space. Move down one intercostal space on the left side of the border to herbs point, should be equal here. And then you're gonna move down to the tricuspid valve in the fourth intercostal space, left side of border. And then finally, the mitral valve, midclavicular line, fifth intercostal space on the left side. Okay, so remembering which sound is going to be greater. So you got S1 and S2, which is the normal sounds. Okay, S1 is a closure of tricuspid and mitral. S2 is a closure of aortic and pulmonary. So if you have your stethoscope up around the second intercostal space, S2 should be greater. If you have your stethoscope around the fourth intercostal and fifth intercostal space, then S1 should be greater. And Ideally, in herbs point, S1 and S2 should sound very similar in the quality of sound. So you're trying to rule out murmurs, which we would have discussed in the lecture. You're also trying to rule out additional heart sounds. You may have an S3 or you may have an S4. So you, you can, uh, instead of hearing lub-dub, you might be hearing lub-lub-dub or lub-dub-dub. Okay, for the OSCE, um, you're going to consider alternative positioning at this point. So you're going to be left lateral and you're going to be listening for those S3s and S4s and you're going to be leaning the patient forward and listening for those aortic murmurs. Obviously in reality if you only ever hear S1 and S2 and you're convinced and you're happy that there's no murmurs or additional heart sounds then you don't need to adopt these alternative positions but you will do for your OSCE. 
Then we're going to move to the back and just auscultate the lung bases. So just about, around about the temp intercostal space, no lower please, because that's diaphragm. And we're going to rule out any sort of fluid within the lungs at this point. We're also going to consider sacral edema whilst we're around the back. And then we're going to look at lower limb, peripheral edema around the lower, below the knees on both sides. And then finally, uh, we're going to consider our lower pulses. So we've done our upper pulses, radial, brachial and carotid. Now we're going to do our lower pulses, popular teal behind the knee, posterior tibial, so around the medial malleoli, dorsalis pedis on top of the foot. And you're going to verbalise, you would consider the femoral, but you're not going to take it because it's too intimate for our teaching. Again, this has to be bilateral. Again, you're just making sure it's there so you can satisfy yourself that they have circulation from their toes all the way up to their head. And that is the end of the cardiovascular system.